Welcome to KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast. It's me, Brett Steele, and I am joined by Mr. Jonathan Detroit Haynes. How's it going, man? Yo, yo, yo. It is great to be here live from Detroit. It's a party. Things are happening. Oh, it's a great day to be in Spain today. <laughs> Um, as you can tell for the viewing audience on YouTube, there is no Mr. Phil Ruxy today. Oh, man, the people are upset now. People are upset. It's a crazy week with schedules for both us and the NFL. So, Well, when we do, when I talk a little bit, I'll just do this plain voice like this when I talk. It will make everyone think Phil's here. <laughs> <laughs> so you only get us two loudmouths today uh, for – as we uh, go through NFL Week 12 and we talk about what's happening in the KDFL in the final week of the season, and it is quite the uh, cluster, as they say. But uh, NFL uh, Week 12 began on, on Thanksgiving. Detroit, our initial game was Texans Lions. Your thoughts? How about Woo! <laughs> I love it. I'm happy. I mean, yes, they lost, but oh. It's like we won the Super Bowl, man. Lose Patricia after this game and uh, GM as well, correct? Bob Quinn, he's gone. Second it's, Quinn uh, gone this year. Say what? It's the second Quinn gone this year. Well, Quinn just had some really bad drafts. He did have a couple of good ones, but, you know, his problem was he hired Patricia. And uh, day one when that guy started in the locker room, he didn't get along with the players. I was reading a story where he took away like, like, ping pong tables and all that kind of stuff for the players, and that's just he can't do that. Try to introduce that Patriot way without the Patriot yeah. credibility. Yeah, so wasn't good, but your boy uh, Watson looked really good in that game. He did, but after this game, we learned that Watson loses Will Fuller for the rest of the year and for a game next year. PED violation says they were prescribed <laughs> by the doctor. Usually, if you didn't do something you weren't supposed to do, you would appeal this ruling. So, no, no, no appeal here. So. Sad, but you know what? You do the crime, you do the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Swift did not play. Uh, concussion. That's kind of a, a scary. We were talking about that, yeah. I believe, yesterday. It's kind of a, a scary situation. Yeah, Peterson said, uh, AP said that he was still not to his complete self. So, that's a little scary. We had an incident with, like, that with Jahab at best a few yeah, years that's ago. That's all I can think about is Jahab at best. Yeah, so that kind of sucks. Hopefully he'll get his, I hate to say it, his head to broke. Right, right. But yeah, but uh, we'll see. Uh, the, then we go, Washington destroys the Cowboys. Did not see this one coming. Yeah, me either. Uh, um, Gibson uh, scores three touchdowns. The first uh, Thanksgiving uh, rookie scored three touchdowns since old Rand University's Randy Moss did it uh-huh. back in his debut. Did not know that. Yeah. So, Gibson, uh, I've been in the last month or so. I think that guy is really good. Yes, he's starting to get more of that, and of course more of, you that draw. of course, we know talent here in the Mega Powers. Yeah. <laughs> you got um, a good scouting department over there. A good scouting department. They really put in the time. Um, Mike McCarthy, uh, he could blame this season on losing Dak, hopefully, and try to get stuff together for next year. Um, but uh, – Saying that, they are still in this division. So, it's like that team yeah, just keeps just put it together, guys. Like, stop screwing around is what you want is what you want to say. Stop screwing around. Yeah, you don't have Dak, but you have you paid a, for a competent backup on the offseason. 
but they may not get it together. You know, you know the number, <clears throat> the number four seed, I believe, or no, the number five seed. Well, the first wild card team would end up playing this division. You know that they're just dying to draw them, whether it be the Giants, the Washington Football Team, or the Cowboys. Yeah, but I'm out on the Eagles. They're garbage. I think Washington might be the best team with Alex Smith back there now. They might be the most complete team because that's a steady defense as well. Um, and you have Alex Smith. Yeah, I like that make the big mistakes. And Gibson's coming to his own. McLaurin looked awesome. Um, and Rivera, veteran coach. Now, I know everybody's dying to play this team in the first round of the playoffs, but Beastquake, the Beastquake game was the Seattle was 7-9 to nine when they played the Saints. Um, and, yep. and they beat them back in the day, so – um, then we move on. Only two games on Thanksgiving. We go to the regular slate and my beautiful Falcons. What oh, happened there? Oh man, uh, is anybody <laughs> on Matt? How's he doing? Is he okay? Uh, I didn't hear a lot of chirping. On I, was, I had multiple insults and curse words thrown my way throughout. <laughs> um, I was wondering what the yeah, Young Huku was was called a <laughs> a uh, embellisher and a faker for getting rolled up on, and then still continuing to kick. Um, this this game ended with Schwab versus Peterman. Um, just not Derek Carr. The only thing I'll say with him, what is it like? Um, 120 some career games, uh, 60 or 60 fumbles. That's a big 30 of them, 30 plus lost fumbles, but 60 fumbles overall. That's a it's alarming, we'll say. I'm just glad we're not going to talk about last week's segment. We had a ringing endorsement. From a certain him. player who being in him the... a, Yeah, who gave him a ringing endorsement last week? Uh, the next game was the Bills and the Chargers. <laughs> want to talk about that? Yeah, um, I, think, I think the Raiders will get it together. I do like Carr overall. He's got to shore up that fumble problem. And the Raiders can't do this where they have these huge letdown games um, and playing down the competition at times. So, uh, we all go to Chargers yeah. and Bills. Ugly game. Chargers. It's, it's Anthony Lynn. It's he's terrible. It's just time to face facts. Nice guys can be bad too. Um, I missed yeah. communication. They QB sneak it from the one with no time left, and the the but the line is is was... backing up. Except for the center and the quarterback. Yeah, the line was backing no up for pass protection. Um, huge huge error there. Um, Eckler That's comes back. back. Go ahead. Yeah. He, what do you have, 11 receptions? That's pretty impressive. 11 receptions, 85 yards. Um, he dominated, and I didn't expect him to get that much run, so that, that'll be uh, good going into the fantasy playoffs. Um, Giants and Bengals, yeah. Midnight Riders. Yeah, Midnight Riders, shout out. Yeah. Uh, Giants and Bengals, okay game. We lose Daniel Jones. That could be huge in the fight for the NFC – least um yeah that kind of sucks who's the backup backup oh colt mccoy baby who is it god oh yeah, yeah the giants are done <laughs> not done i think colt mccoy has been in it yeah he's been in every team in the mc east except the eagles um wow press the cowboy he might not have been a cowboy because i know i know he was washington and i know he's giants Next up, the, the biggest surprise of the uh, of the week, I think, uh, Titans-Colts. Titans laid on the Colts, 45-26. Derrick Henry, um, he should start getting some MVP looks, I believe, for running back. 
yeah, when that when he when he's moving and running, that opens up the passing game too. And when you got AJ Brown and uh, Corey Davis, I mean, that's a pretty good team. As long as their defense can worry about the defense, but they can control the clock. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, Derrick Henry, one seventy-eight and three. Um, yeah, very impressive from him. Um, look at these other games. The Vikings—they come back on the Panthers. That's a big loss. Uh, pretty, pretty embarrassing loss to lose in that fashion. But big for the Vikings because now they're still in it. Um, and let's see here, the Cardinals and Patriots was the game that I didn't get to see a lot of. Close game. Patriots win by three. It's a huge yeah, uh, one. <clears throat> yeah, there was a there was this little rumor out there that Belichick's you know kind of struggles against those running quarterbacks, and man, he pretty much that team shut him down that game. So I, they got, I mean, I guess that was fake news we heard about, but did a very good job. No, he did start hurt Kyler Murray. Whatever. Um, good job for Bill to finally put something solid on his coaching resume. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dolphins kill the Jets. Adam Gase is now surely just in there just to provide losses for the Jets. Um, that's that's pretty cut and dry. The Browns get a quality close win against the beautiful one and uh, one and nine at the time Jaguars. Um, that's pretty embarrassing. Baker does not look good. He hit he missed a couple wide open touchdown passes in that game that I saw, but it is a Jets. Yeah. So. He's yeah he has not looked good. I had a stat here somewhere. About his uh, output four out of the last five games have not been very good. Um, so. Uh, the Saints uh, killed the Broncos. The Broncos didn't have a quarterback. That was just kind of a throwaway game. Jason Hill, I want to see what he does in the game where he has to come back or he has to compete throwing. We haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Um, 49ers get a much-needed victory over the Rams. They, they – uh, Apparently Shanahan owns McVeigh. Um, Niners are now in this at five and six. You got to believe. It's, it's weird how matchups work out sometimes. It is. It is you um, have to beat big we or just beat your rival. Yeah. Um, matchup. The Chiefs beat the Bucks in what looked like a very uh, dominant game for the for the Chiefs, but the Bucks come back in this one, and, and that's something to watch if you're a Chiefs fan. Um, I mean, you dominated at the beginning of this game, and you almost give it away at the end. Any thoughts yeah. on old Thomas? And I think Tampa blew. Some, yeah, I think Tampa blew some chances in that game. <clears throat> I mean, Tom had a couple interceptions. The one was really bad, but. Uh, they had a fumble too, I believe, in that game. Like they had some chances, but uh, Kansas City's the best team. I really think them and the Steelers are the best. They are. Um, Brady on pace to, to obviously set a new career high in interceptions. The Bruce Arians effect. Um, they have to get this stuff figured I, out. Did you see? What is it? Did you see that stat where they threw up the quarterbacks that he's? They've all had their most interceptions in a yeah. season under him. Yeah, it's almost like last week, yeah, a very crazy. popular podcast host said, what the heck is going on with the Bruce Arians love? <sighs> I know, Phil. Phil was dead on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we have the Packers killing the Bears this game. Just whatever. I, I like Trubisky in there over Foles. Trubisky at least gives you a chance to win. Foles look basically dead in there. 
So I would keep Trubisky and and see what happens. Salvage anything. You are only five and six, and if the Niners are in it, then you have to be in it, even though you feel like you're going in two opposite directions. Um, Carson Wentz and the Eagles on Monday night. They almost come back, actually, but. They look. Yeah, I feel like Seattle dominated that game, but they just weren't putting up the points. They were getting close, but not so. up. And DK Metcalf, 10 and 177. He continues to, to have a, a great year. Um, yeah, I think he's yeah, – that he's could a, be a, a scary duo for years to come. If he, he needs to add a little bit more to his game, I don't know what was made, why the Jim uh, Schwartz uh, quote was so terrible. He's right. I don't – he uh, – I think he – Schwartz said he was trying to uh, give him a compliment, and I guess – he DK said, he said I'll coach Megatron, and you're not Megatron yet. The yet is the complimentary part. Yeah. That yet gets leaving. Yeah, I don't know what it's DK got. The quotes. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, the Ravens beat the Steelers. Again, the, Ra- the Steelers do not look good. The Ravens were playing with a bare-bones crew uh, in this game. I've, I've never seen a, a more undefeated team that looks beatable. It does. It they does, go out and does. play these really close games. <clears throat> so, I've also never seen it brought more we'll open see how... uncontested passes than the Steelers did. Well, when you have that number 85, Eric Ebron, on your team, uh, you're going to drop some passes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything wait, else? Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. Yes, for Eric. For Eric. <laughs> right there, buddy, Eric. I had to do it for <laughs> all right, you want to do – all right, we're going to do your, your – um, what do they call it? Big right. Daddy's, Big Daddy's Power – oh, I got to do my trivia question Big Daddy first. E- oh. oh, okay, let's hear it. All right, trivia question. This quarterback under pressure. We're going to have to name this QB this season uh, under pressure. So, some quarterbacks perform better under pressure, some don't. This quarterback, zero passing touchdowns, five interceptions, a 19.7 passer rating. Um, it's a playoff quarterback. Um, if the if this uh, quarterback had just thrown the ball away on all of these plays, his passer rating would be thirty nine point six. Um, so take it over. Don't name it because I don't have a backup right now. <laughs> I don't have a backup question. So okay, take that question over. All right, your power ranking segment, Big Daddy D's power rankings. I'm just buying <laughs> all the way in this week. Yeah. Go ahead, give us what you got. Woo. All right, so for this week, I've got – I need your guys' top five NFL moments. Okay, so I did I did kind of cheated on this, all right? Because I'm going to have two lists. Okay. I'm going to have my top five Detroit because you know me, I'm a homer. And then I'm going to do my NFL top moments. All right, so I'm going to start with the Lions. Number five, <clears throat> the Lions fire Rod Marinelli after the, they become the first NFL team to go 0-16. Yes. That is my number five moment. Number four, Lions fire Matt Patricia this week. It was time. So, I'm just happy. I feel like I won the Super Bowl. But anyways, number three, Lions fire Matt Millen. <laughs> <laughs> See, a little theme going on here. There's a theme. But, uh, yeah, the Matt Millen years were just terrible, terrible drafting, terrible teams. The Ford family, just garbage. 
They never want to fire anybody. Then they fire people that go have winning records two years in a row. So, but anyways, all right, let's get back to a little normalcy here. I have, I have some good moments here. Number two, the Detroit Lions get their one and only playoff victory in the NFC Divisional, 91 against the Cowboys. They beat them 38-6. to six. And what's unique about that is you had the – at that time, you looked at the Lions like you looked at the Cowboys. You thought, all right, Eric Kramer's going to be decent. <laughs> you had Barry Sanders and Herman Moore. That was a nice team. While the Cowboys had Aikman, Smith, and Urban, they were all real young. But we see how that worked out. And then my number one Lions moment is Barry Sanders. He breaks the 2,000-yard mark in game 16, the final game of the season, when he rushes for 184 yards against Bill Belichick's defense when he was the defensive coordinator with the Jets. So that was my number one Lions moment. <clears throat> so, all right. Now, if we go to my NFL moments, uh, my number five is, is the Dallas Cowboys beat the Steelers in Super Bowl Thirty. And the reason why this is a big moment for me was my dad was a Cowboys fan, or is. And I was, you know, I was – I got to watch the Steelers beat the Cowboys in, well, one Super Bowl when I was a little lad. But uh, it was good to see them not lose the third Super Bowl against the Steelers. Anyways, Super or number four, Super Bowl 34, Mike Jones of the Rams tackles Kevin Dyson at the one-yard line uh. at the, as clock runs out. And the reason why that's in my top five is because the final score was 23-16, and yours truly – had the Super Bowl square, square $500 yeah. on that. So that's my number three. And this will be the first time he's in my top list. and not the only. Is John Elway's drive against the Browns in the 1986 AFC Championship. You know, Rose truly was 12 years old watching that game. Uh, didn't think there was any way that they were going to do that. He did. It was exciting. Of course, they went on and lost the Super Bowl against the Giants. Uh, number two, sorry, Brett, you might want to turn this off. Tom Brady and the Patriots come back down 28-3 to in the Super Bowl. That was a great moment. All right, I'll just get past that. And my number one, <clears throat> John Elway, who, by the way, is my favorite player of all time. It's not Tom Brady. Finally gets his first Super Bowl victory in Super Bowl 32 against the Packers. That was a big moment. Always a big John Elway fan. All right, uh, we have we have and some overlaps. We we have some overlaps because I have some Falcon stuff in there. Um, I did like more. I did have a couple specific plays too, though. Um, number five, I do have the okay. Elway, the Elway helicopter flip. As far as like, because I you know, jokes aside, <laughs> younger a bit of a younger fan. So like, my fandom goes from like ninety ninety six ninety seven on, right? When you really start, when you stop so much with the cartoons as much and start really paying attention to the sports. Uh, the helicopter flip, John Elway. I feel like that was like one of my first Super Bowl moments to remember. Um, number four, I have this is just had the anniversary. Uh, shout out Keyshawn Gar. The Vic run against the Vikings, um, regular season game where Vic runs 54 yards in OT to win that game. Two Vikings collide. That's what makes that play so memorable. Um, one of my the, my, the definitely iconic play of, of the Vic run in Atlanta. Um, number three, I have the Favre Monday Night Football game after his dad passed. I remember that. Um, oh, it gets the very, very, where it's the Raiders where he torches them. Um, 
Number two, Atlanta mm-hmm. Falcons again. I have Morton Anderson's game-winning kick against the Vikings to send the Falcons to the Super Bowl for the first time in my life. Um, and I was excited about. That. Yeah, um, and I remember um, the Vikings missed a kick to to stop that from happening. Uh, Gary Anderson, not brothers, yeah. by the way. I did not know that until a little bit. I'm a little embarrassed to say I did not know that until more recently than I want to admit <laughs> that they are not brothers. Um, oh. <laughs> Um, number one, I do have the Titans lose the Super Bowl by a yard. You said Super Bowl 34. Um, that's insane to think about, to lose the Super Bowl. Uh, brand new, fr- yeah. a newer franchise at that time especially, and to lose the Super Bowl by one yard, awful, awful. When that play was happening, I thought it was boring, by the way. You thought he was what? It looked like he was getting oh, – yeah. I thought he was going to score when that play was happening. Yeah. So, anyways, I got Phil's top five. Oh, go ahead. So go ahead. Let me go ahead and read those off. <clears throat> his number five is the David Tyree catch against the Patriots. Uh, his number four is Derrick Henry's 99-yard TD run. His number three is the Packers win Super Bowl 45. Number two is the Titans one oh, yard gosh. short versus the Rams. We all, th- they all had that. All one. three of us had that in there. And his number one is the Packers win Super Bowl 31. So. It is iconic with Favre running on the field. That's an iconic yeah. shot, iconic uh, video from that. Um, all right, what's your guess for this quarterback? Re- recap it one more time. This quarterback under pressure Offer. this season, zero passing touchdowns, five interceptions, 19.7 passer rating. Um, if he had thrown the ball away on all those plays, his passer rating would be 39.6. And you said it's a – it is a playoff, playoff quarterback, quarterback in the mix for the playoffs. So you, you got to think that's probably around 16 or so quarterback. Uh, my first guess is just because I know how anti you are. This guy is Tom Brady. It is Tom Brady. <laughs> it's, not supposed I knew to be, it. it's not supposed to be a Brady slam, <laughs> but that is, that is uh, pretty um, interesting. Shout out. Paul Himbo, a great follower on Twitter for giving us that little factoid. Now, anything else on NFL reactions? No, not at all. Okay, let's see if we can get to the ADFL week 12. Very busy week in the league. Whoop, we're going, and we are going to start in Hurricane. As the Hurricane Wampus Cats host the Elkview River Rats, Rogers leads the way. The darling of the River Rats with 30 points of his own. Kenyon Drake still putting up some points in the late end of the season. Scores 24 for the Wampus Cats. And DK Metcalf gives the River Rats 28. And the River Rats win somewhat easily, 248-212. to Next, we have the Cross Vegas Gamblers traveling to Canal County to take on the Kings. Tom Brady, despite his terribleness under pressure, scores 23 for the Gamblers. Kirk Prime, Tom Cousins, scores 29 for the Kings. And Debo, Dion Jones with a pick six, scores 21 for the Gamblers. And they win what almost was an insane upset. Um, they barely nudge out the Kings, 219 to 218. This was a stat correction game, if I'm not incorrect, right? They it win was, on the Carson Wentz uh, Hail Mary. 
Yeah, yeah but it shows that the weak aren't in yet, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, next we have the Poca Pharmacist taking on the Roxanne Renegades. Tannehill scores 20 for the Pharmacist. Chin for the Panthers scores on back-to-back plays. Insane for a defensive player. He scores 37. Oh. <laughs> All right. uh, Mike Evans scores 20 <laughs> for the Pharmacist, but it's not enough. The Renegades win big 243-207. to 207. Next we have the Commission's Gunslingers hosting the Dogtown Dobermans. J.J. Watt scores 19 for the Dobermans. Patrick Mahomes scores 34 for the Gunslingers. And James Robinson continues his impressive rookie campaign scoring 27, and the Gunslingers win big, 258-202. to Next, we have the Marmot Midnight Riders going to the Montrose Mega Powers. Tyreek Hill explodes in the first half, scoring 60 points. Uh, Deshaun Watson has a great Thursday Thanksgiving Day game versus the Lions. He scores 37, but it's not enough. Justin Jefferson scoring 26 for the Midnight Riders. And the Midnight Riders win huge top score of the week, 301 to 250. Mega Powers are on the ropes. And finally, in our game of the week, we have the Charleston Methadones being hosted by the Nightdale Dragons. Derrick Henry, off his three touchdown performance, scores 39 for the Dragons. A.J. Brown is the high scorer and the only one over 20 for the Methadones. He scores 28. And PED, steroid infused, Will Fuller scores 35 for the Dragons in his. Swan song for the season. But the Dragons win big, improved to 11 and 1, 266 to 198. And that is it for your KDFL Week 12 rundown. Nice. Midnight well, Riders dominated. Uh, yeah, the Midnight Riders getting hot. I didn't see them. Back is I don't huge know where I picked them. Mongous. I think I might get I think I picked the Midnight Riders like 10th or 11th to finish the season. I'm uh, definitely wrong on that. But um, my prediction of who wins it all is the one seed, Phil. 11 and 1. Nightdale Dragons. So. Um, now, we wanted to do this show, and we wanted to do a big playoff implication uh, show. That is almost impossible with this, with this, how this is set yeah, up now. It's crazy. The only thing that we do know. Uh, let's let's start. With the, we'll go over things that we do know, and then I think as it's playing out, it'll make more sense. But right now, as far as what we do know, for the top seeds, the Gunslingers are currently in the third seed, and they cannot move up to the second seed. There's not a scenario, I believe, where they can get a bye. So the bye is as simple as this: you have are to they, win. What are they? Hold on, hold on. Are they third string or the third seed? I don't know. If they're in that area, because we're. T- I was gonna say I, they're tied with me, and I beat them. So right, well, okay, they're in that area. I would think that I mean. would make me. The- yeah, they're in the playoffs, but they're in that area okay. of, okay. but they can't get the buy because you could see it where Nick loses or the Gamblers okay. lose, you win, and you guys are all on the same record. But because of that tiebreaker, oh. basically they can't get the buy. Um, because the gotcha. Gamblers beat gotcha. them also. So the right. um, River Rats will get a first round buy if they win and the Gamblers lose. Other than that, uh, we have the Dragons as the one seed. The gamers will have the two seed if they beat the Mega Powers. Dun, dun, dun. Um, the other notes that I have here, as far as playoff implications, the ga- okay, gamers catch rats. That's all he has. Midnight Riders clinch a clinch a playoff spot with a win or a Methadone's loss. Um, I do know that 
the method or the uh, Midnight Riders are playing the Wampus Cats. So there is a shot. Now this is a shot. If the Wampus Cats win, the um, Mega Powers win, and the Methadones win, that we have a four-way tie at seven and six. Um, if that would happen, it would go to points as a tiebreaker because there's too much cross. I beat you, you beat me. Da, 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 da. If that would happen, likely with the points the way they are right now, uh, I haven't hard pressed to find anybody but the Midnight Riders and the Methadones getting in based on points alone. Um, the Mega Powers path, if, if the Mega Powers win, I believe it's almost win and they're in. Yes, it's going to be win and they're in because. I believe so. Um, now, if if the Wampus Cats, the Methodons, and the Mega Powers all lose, they all drop to seven and six. That means the Marmot Midnight Riders won, so they go to eight and five. They're, they're eight, I'm sorry, if they all lose, they all go to six and seven. The Mega Powers have the tiebreak versus the Wampus Cats and the Methodons. So that's another path without winning for the Mega Powers to get in. Um, I believe the Methodons and the Wampus Cats need a win and a Mega Powers loss in a lot of these situations. And to, to get in, but it's very it's very fuzzy right now. Ooh, what a headache! Yeah, I've never seen it like this. I've never seen our, it this big a long jam for the last seed, the last two seeds. Usually, you have two or three teams going. And it for worked one out perfect. Yes. Yeah, the schedule perfect for this too. Right, so. let's, yeah, let's go ahead and roll right into the schedule. Um. Now let's see. Let's go. Ahead All and right. This off. Do you have an order? Let me go. Uh, yeah, I do. Who's your game you of the week? Oh, no, go ahead. no, just go ahead. Yeah, just do it. I'll, you go ahead. <clears throat> All right. I started with uh, the Renegades and the Dobermans. Yeah. Since they were like the two lowest right. games. I got Okay. Phil predicted the Dobermans to win. Okay. Uh, when I looked at this game, <clears throat> you know, Stafford's going against the Bears. Bears only giving up 16 points to quarterbacks this year. Uh, Montgomery, though, also for the Bears, he's going to get the Lions, who are giving up the most points to running backs. So that's a good matchup for the Renegades. I do like golfing against Arizona. Hawkinson going against the Bears, who are really good on defense. But, however, they're giving up the third most points to tight ends. So I see Stafford. He throws a lot to Hawkinson anyways. So I do like that matchup for the Dobermans. Uh, this team, I don't know. They're second lowest in total points scored in our league, but they've also had the second most points scored against them. So they might have got a couple more wins with a couple breaks this year. Um, he's got Josh Allen against the Niners. Uh, they're only giving up like 17. Uh, Sanders for Green Bay, I do like that. Um, and then he's got Big Ben and Deontay Johnson going against Washington. Uh, Washington's defense is pretty good. Uh, I still think that they'll be able to get, you know, their average. So, with that said, I'm leaning towards the Dobermans this week. Yeah, when I'm looking at this, I know that uh, Hawkinson gets Chicago, but the defense is just too powerful for the Dobermans. If if the Eagles want to be any any type of success, any if they want any type of success, they're gonna they're gonna have to lean on Miles Sanders more. Um, so. I'm look, I'll look for them to do that. Um, yeah, I'm going Dobermans as well. All right. All right, the uh, next game, I've got the Kings yeah. versus the Pharmacist. 
And of course, my computer freezes up on me, but that's all right. Uh, the Kings, they're last in our league in points scored. So there's not really a whole bunch you can say about that team. Um, you got Cousin versus the Jags, who do give up a lot of points to quarterbacks. So that is a nice matchup for the Kings. Uh, his wide receiver matchups, I just don't like. Oh, man. Gallup, Sims, and Hill. They're not very good anyways. So uh, as for the uh, pharmacist, uh, you got Cam Newton against the Chargers. I don't really like that matchup. I'm surprised the Chargers are as bad as they give up lead. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm getting a call, so I got to decline this. <laughs> I went blank on the screen. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. Anyways, uh, he's got Mike Evans out there on a bye, which is really weird. Why are we having buys this late? Very late by Tampa Bay and Carolina. Yeah, uh, Tannehill versus Cleveland. I, I kind of like that, and I love Waller versus the Jets. Thing I do like about the pharmacists, I do like their linebackers a lot. So I'm going to lean with them, and I'm going with the pharmacist. All right, where did Phil go? He went with the pharmacist. I'm sorry. All right, so we're going to make this another consensus pick. Uh, I'm going pharmacist as well. The defense is too powerful for the Kings. The Kings are in full ship it mode. Um, it's over with for them. Um, Rugs and, and Crowder, those two should combine in that high-scoring game with the Jets and, and the Raiders. Uh, they should combine for a lot. That coupled with the defense, it's it's pharmacist for me. All righty. All right, the next game I have I have the Nightdale Dragons versus my Elkview River Rats. Um, Dragons already got the the number one seed locked up. I could see their team overlooking me. <laughs> they're they're eyeing the playoffs, but uh. I don't know. He's got Matt Ryan going against the Saints. Saints only given up about 15 points to quarterbacks this year. Uh, Rivers versus the Texans. I know the Texans haven't been great, but I'm just not sold on Rivers anyways. So I don't like that. His running back should produce. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Edwards. He's got a little questionable next to his name. Um, I'm not a fan of his wide receivers this week. Uh, he's got Woods, Kirk, and Beasley. Uh Two of his three line, top three linebackers this week are on buys, so that kind of helps me. Uh, as for me, you got Rodgers versus the Eagles. I love that matchup. Hopefully, Lamar plays against Dallas. I'm hoping he does, and I think I could see him getting back on track, having a nice little output. Uh, Chubb versus the Titans. Titans give up a lot of points to the running backs. You got Carson and the Giants. So uh, the only thing I'm worried about is Claypool and Juju against Washington. They're real stingy against giving up points to wide receivers. And then A.J. Klein, the linebacker for my team, he has had three straight weeks yeah. of at least 20 points. Yeah. So that's always Buffalo linebacker. get that kind of production. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm taking myself, and Phil actually took my team too. Of course he did. This week. Nothing like a 11-1 <laughs> one team with no confidence. Uh, that being said, Ryan's matchup with the Saints is, is not good. Um, and you will have Robert Woods with Peterson on him, I believe. Um, I don't think Christian Kirk is obviously not going to draw Ramsey, but still a, a tough passing attack uh, with the Rams. So I, I do like the River Rats. Again, a defensive edge. If anything else, you maybe give the running back edge to the, the Dragons, but Rodgers versus the Eagles secondary, they should be able, he should be able to take advantage of that. And Lamar should have a get-right game versus the Cowboys. So um, I am going to take, E River Rats. 
Three straight consensuses in week 13. All right. Well, I don't think we're going to have it on this one. So, actually, I know we're not. So, next game, we have the Glasgow Gunslingers versus the Charleston Methadones. And Phil is taking the Methadones, his arch rival, who he took some nice little shots at this week. I have to give him some props on that. But, anyways, uh, when you look at this, uh, Gunslingers, you got Mahomes, who's going to be MVP this year. So, you know he's going to score against Denver. James Robinson's got to be the steal of the free agent pickups. Yeah. What a steal to get him. And it really helped with Barkley being out. Uh, I do like him this week. They're playing Minnesota. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Zeke. I mean, four of his last five games, he's been under nine points. That's not good. I mean, I know Dak hasn't been playing, but you think you'd be able to rely on him. I know the line's messed up, so that hurts. Uh, his wide receivers are pretty steady. I like that. I like his linebackers. Uh, for the Methadones, uh, he's got Wilson going against the Giants. I like that. Uh, Carr versus the Jets. That's going to be – Carr should be able to bounce back against them. But you don't hey, have to yawn while I'm talking. But, you know, you would think because Carr was supposed to destroy Atlanta too. Yeah, that's true. Um, Kamara, his last two games, he's had 10 and 7 points. He's got that hurt foot. So, we don't know about him. Uh, yeah, Jacobs is out. I just saw that. Uh, Lockett's really only had one good game in his last five outings. I think a lot of that's because of DK Metcalf. Mm -hmm. So, I'm not liking that. And then he's got Mike Davis on a bye. So, with all that said, I'm going with the Glasgow Gunslingers and the defending champs. Um, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at Patrick Mahomes getting Denver. He should be able to have his way with that defense. Um, the Giants' defense is better than most people are seeing right now. Um, so we'll see if, if Russ struggles against him. Zeke doesn't look like himself, but also neither does Kamara. Taysom Hill is the poison pill for the Kamara season. Um, James Robinson looks, looks uh, like you said, top running back out of rookies, you would think. Yeah. Um, Devonta Booker is going to have to fill in for Josh Jacobs. It's, it's not, he looks good, but he's not as good as Jacobs. Um, and I love Devontae Parker getting the Bengals, and I love the defense of the Gunslingers, and I also need it to happen to increase my playoff chances. I am going Gunslingers. All righty. So the next game, I have your Mega Powers going against the Cross Vegas Gamblers. All right. Uh, Bill went with the Gamblers. Uh, when I look at this matchup, uh, you got Watson going against Colts. That defense is tough. So that could be tough for you. You got Dalton against the Ravens. Ravens are pretty good on defense. Uh, they're eighth ranked. Uh, by the way, your boy Wayne Gallman, I guess that's how you pronounce it. That guy's been money for you. That's a free agent pickup, by the way. That's the trade. Oh, a little tie back to you, my good sir. I had to fill a spot after trading in single Terry away. Wayne Gallman yeah. is who we added. Five. Great games and double figures for you. Yeah. So let's uh, – you get David Johnson back. No girly, though. Uh, I, I'm not starting him because I don't like that matchup versus the same. Yeah. It was bad last, last – Yeah. Uh, the one area I think you can improve your team on, I know you don't really care what I think. Your defense is a little light. So, anyways, going with the gamblers here. Uh, Wentz versus Green Bay. Eh, Wentz we, – we see what Wentz is. He's not good. Uh, Cook. You know, Devon Cook is a monster. 
He's a little banged up, but I think he'll score. He doesn't have Daniel Jones this week. Michael Thomas, he's banged up, but he's kind of hurting that offense anyways. So, uh, I love the gambler's linebackers. I was going through his lineup today. He has three out of the top five linebackers in yeah. scoring. And uh, he doesn't have Devin White, who's number one this week. He's on a bye. But I'm kind of going with you. I'm I'm going to pick your team this week what? because I need your team to win so he can lose and I can beat Phil and get the bye. So, I don't think right. it's going to happen. I'm putting it. I don't think it's going to happen, but here's my pick. Um, <laughs> look, not good. Let's let's talk. Let's bring it in. Let's bring it in here. Look, Mega Powers. I need to get close. Yeah, not good, Mega Powers. Okay. Our franchise quarterback, one's ankle was snapped in half. The other just lost his only good wide receiver. PD. Gurley, been terrible as of late. Calvin Ridley hasn't played. Well, in a long time. David Johnson just now coming back. Defense has let me down. But what do we do in Montrose? We find a way to make it into the playoffs. We Thank just you. find a way. But I don't think I'm going to have to win this week to get in. So I'm picking the Gamblers to beat us. It's going to probably be pretty ugly, in my opinion. If I win this game, it will be miraculous talking United States versus Russia. All that, do you believe in miracles? <laughs> That's my whole season has been kind of that way. Um, but I am going to go with the gamblers because uh, I need to catch Phil in our picks. So, going with the gamblers to win. All right. Well, so that leaves our game of the week. Game of the week. Hurricane Wampus Cats versus the Marmot Midnight Riders. All right. Phil took the Midnight Riders. Uh, looking at the Wampus Cats, he's got Kyler Murray against the Rams. They're the second overall defense, and they were giving up the second least amount of points to quarterbacks, something like that. I don't know is James Conner going to play. I don't know what's going on there. It says he's out. Uh, he does have Drake. Uh, I do love Devontae Adams every week. He's going against the Eagles, so I see a lot of points there. Hopkins going against the Rams, so he's going to see a lot of Jalen Ramsey, I would think. Yeah. That should hurt his numbers. Uh, looking at the Midnight Riders, Baker versus Tennessee. Here's Baker's numbers in the last five games. Four points. He had one big game with 33, five, seven, and then he had 20, I think that says. He's been like, oh, I don't know. He just doesn't look all that great. So, uh, he did get Eckler back. He looked good. You got Mitch going against the Lions. Trubitsky, who's won four straight against the Lions, and that Lions defense is terrible. Uh, I love his um, Keenan Allen and Tyree Kill, that's a nice one-two for a fantasy team. Uh, so they have good matchups. His linebackers are very good. He's got three, nine, and 12 ranked linebackers. <clears throat> so with that said, I'm going to stick with the Midnight Riders this week. Um, yeah, so looking at this, I hate uh, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins getting the Rams. The Rams are playing amazing defense right now. I also think the Bills' defense is starting to, to round into form more, so most of them might, might struggle. Um, I don't really know what to make of the Marmot Midnight Riders' offense. Maybe Baker will play better. Um, the, the Patriots, I don't think their defense has been what it's been in the past, and I do like Trubisky to get to be serviceable versus the Lions, um, and I love the Midnight Riders' defense. 
if uh, a team was the Seahawks in the KDFL with a terrible defense, it would be the Wampus Cats. This defense is garbage. So, therefore, I am going to go with the Marmot Midnight Riders to get the victory, keeping the momentum going, um, and getting into the playoffs at three or at eight and five. Um, they could, the Midnight Riders have a weird situation. They could go as high as the three seed and as low as out of the playoffs. So, pretty interesting. All right. That's it. KDFL Week 13 predictions. Go ahead and cover our uh, locks of the week. <clears throat> well, I need to tell us our rankings <clears throat> for our predictions weekly. Yes. You have to do that. Uh, last week, uh, Phil went 5-1. and one. Me and you both went 4-2. and two. So on the season, Phil is 57-15. and 15. You are 55-17. and 17. And I am a distant third at 46-24. and 24. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah. So... Not very good. Um, locks of the week. I won. You won. And Phil lost. You had the over 50 and a half, so you're now four and eight. Look at you. On a uh, row. I won. I am now seven and five. And Phil lost with Arizona minus two and a half. He is six and six. Uh, as for me this week, uh, going back over these odds here, I, I just don't like any of these matchups. Yeah, they're tough this week. I was, before the podcast started, I was all over Cleveland, but I'm just not sure. They're on the road to Tennessee. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go with the over in the giant Seattle game, and right now it's at 47. All right, so, all right. So, Brett, you suck. Can't forget that. Yeah. And I yeah, Phil's lock. I do have Phil's lock. Uh, first off, let me tell you how you can get a hold of us. You can follow us on Twitter at KDFO Podcast. You can follow Phil at, at Phil Bruxy with eight E's. You can follow uh, Jonathan Detroit Haynes at Detroit8374. Um, Brett Steele at Brett Steele2. And Phil's lock of the week. He has the Chargers as a pick em over the Pats. My lock of the week, I have the Bills as a one-point underdog versus the Niners. Um, so, for Jonathan Detroit Haynes, for Mr. Phil Ruxy, I'm Brett Steele. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next week with playoff predictions right here Woo! on the EFL Fantasy Football Podcast. Bye-bye.